Ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing on with this global banking crisis story today. We've just had more news come out today about one of the biggest bailouts in history, and yet the media doesn't seem to be sort of reporting on this accurately. In fact, I'll show you how um, the media is actually reporting on this, which really surprised me. This was a BBC article that came out today, and it said, and I quote, Credit Suisse emergency loan sparks panic. And, you know, the whole article is about this massive panic. Well, let me just show you when I refresh the screen what the article changed to. It changed to Credit Suisse emergency loan reassures investors. So this didn't just happen on the BBC. It happened on a lot of news outlets, which shows you that this is going a lot deeper than you would expect as all the media outlets on both the left and the right are actually working together to try and calm all of this down. They've obviously had their marching orders to bring out all of this propaganda because this hasn't been averted. In fact, this has only made it worse. You have taken, let me give you an example. Let's say that you know someone and this person is renowned for being bad with money and bad for handling their money. And they come to you and say, hey, uh, whatever your name is, I know I've got all of these really, really bad debts and I'm not great with managing all the my finances and stuff, but can you just give me a massive one-time loan or credit line, which is what it is, and I promise I'm gonna, you know, correct my ways and I'm gonna make sure that I manage my finances correctly. No, of course not. And that's exactly what has happened with Credit Suisse. They've got this new now credit facility, which is what it really is. And it is for 50 billion francs. Now to put this into, or 54 billion US dollars. Now to put this into context, this is absolutely huge. You look at what happened in the 08 crisis, and I don't think there was a single bank, let me just check on screen here, that got 50 billion equivalent dollars. So here we had the 08 crisis and all the bailouts. So you had Wells Fargo. Hmm. We talked about that one, didn't we? With $25 billion. State Street, 2 billion. Bank of America, 15 billion. JP Morgan Chase, 25 billion. Citigroup, 25 billion etc. So for Credit Suisse to get 50 billion francs or 54 billion dollars is just insane. After their stock price is down 97 or 98 percent, in fact it's just gone up slightly today, since 2007. This is absolute madness. Now we've also got another issue developing. So this is the one I talked about and this is First Republic Bank. It is looking like it could collapse, but more likely is that it's going to get bought out. We also had SVB, so that's Silicon Valley Bank in the UK. The UK arm was bought out by HSBC for one pound. Yes, one pound. But we know this is a serious event and it's not, you know, the way the media is portraying it as, oh no, no problems at all, nothing to see here. Because the entire banking sector, US banking sector, ended up 7% down on Wednesday. Now, let me just explain why that's so important. The volatility in banks is extremely high and the banks are what affect other things. So why did the government bail out the banks over the last week? Is it just to stop a banking crisis and panic? No, it's because a lot of the money that businesses have 
are held with those banks. So you imagine what would have happened. It would have created a ripple effect. And it's the same with why they've bailed out Credit Suisse. Is it honestly because the government thinks that they are a good bank and they're going to amend their ways and make everything better again? No, it's not. It's because if they didn't do it, you would have had a contagion effect that was already sweeping across Europe, even though they said there was no contagion in Europe. There was. In fact, I said that a day before it even happened, 24 hours beforehand. And now we're seeing it in other places. We just had India put out an announcement saying that there was some contagion there. I mean, this is having ripple effects all over. But the other reason is because what tends to follow a banking crisis is a recession. And when a recession is announced, and this is why they never want to announce it, or they change the rules like they have done, even though we've been in a recession for a long time now, but they don't want to declare that, is that the oil price crashes. And that's exactly what we've seen. We have seen some strong energy stocks and companies go down dramatically in the last day or so when these companies are really strong, solid value stocks and they've dropped heavily. Why? Because the oil price has dropped heavily. Why? Because of the concerns and warnings over a global financial crisis. So what everyone is doing, media, governments, everyone's coming together to say there is no crisis. Everything's been averted. Everything's fine. We've taken care of it. Well, no, they haven't. In fact, this is worse than the 08 crisis. And we saw how many banks collapsed there. We saw the bailouts and the government said, we'll never do bailouts again. Next time it will be bail-ins. Well, not only have they done a bailout again, but they've also covered it from, it was 100,000. Then it went to 250,000. So this is USD under the FDIC. But now it's pretty much unlimited because of what they did the other day. They said, we're going to cover not just the 250, but the, you know, over and above that. And it's the same with Credit Suisse. It's a very complicated matter. So morally, I would say that it's wrong. It's morally wrong what they did because they bailed out the richest people who don't need bailing out. But at the same time, you can look at the flip side of it and say, well, if they didn't do the bailout, it would have caused a contagion effect that would have spread to more banks. And by the way, it's already spread to the regional banks. I have a lot of people that email me, the Patreon, YouTube, everything else, who tell me, hey, I work in a bank, I'm a teller, I'm a bank manager. And I've had all sorts of messages with outflows, massive outflows of this stuff. Yes, cold, hard cash. That's what we've seen massive outflows over the last two or three days. Of course, you're not seeing this anywhere on the media. One thing I want to say, because there were some comments saying, Neil, you're telling us all this, but you're not giving us any recommendations. I actually have multiple times said what the best thing to do. Why keep money, even though it's not money, it's a fiat currency. This is money, you know, a, a half sovereign or a, an ounce of silver or something like that. That is real money because it's tangible and physical and it fulfills all the properties of money. Whereas this stuff doesn't. This is, this is a fiat currency. It is cash. But even saying that, I would still hold cash. I think it's important. Why have your currency on a screen in the bank when you could have physical cash? Anything physical is going to do you well. Even if it is that you can't afford, you know, sovereigns or an ounce of gold or whatever else, and you can only afford one of these, which will set you back 30 pounds. I don't know what it is in USD at the moment. I haven't checked it today. 
but I know silver's been doing well this week. So you do have options and my recommendations haven't changed in years. It is to be diversified between tangible, intangible, tangible, recurring, tangible, non-recurring. If you don't understand what I'm talking about here, then remember I have a private community and a course and all of this. But basically what you've got to look at is something like gold is non-recurring. It doesn't bring you a, an income every month. But let's say a piece of real estate or a house or a buy-to-let property, that is both tangible and recurring. So you've just got to look at your diversifications, whether you've got a lot of money or whether you've got absolutely no money at all, you've just got to look at how to best protect yourself if there are issues with the banks. Because to me, it's pretty obvious where this is going. It's clear as day that we're going to have an even bigger crisis than 08, or should I say we could have a bigger crisis than 08 if this continues the way it's going. I mean, just look at this image on screen. This was SVB, so Silicon Valley Bank, with people queuing up. Does this remind you of what happened previously? And people never learn. They wait until there's a crisis and then they all rush to the bank at the same time when the bank says, sorry, uh, no, no more cash, we've run out. Now, there's a lot more going on that I want to get into today because the other thing you've always got to look out for is the yield curve. Uh, again, image on screen here. And as you can see, whenever you see these yield curve inversions, a recession typically follows it. Now you look at the current inversion on the yield curve at the moment, and it's obvious where we are and what we're going into. Because remember, the banks go first, and once the energy starts getting hit because of the recession worries, you're gonna have issues right throughout. And we've already got these major problems with high energy costs, high inflation costs. We've been in a quantitative tightening cycle, destruction of currency. But now this is where we're in this gray area and I'm not gonna comment on it until a few weeks goes by and I can see how this is moving. But the gray area is that these banks now, Swiss, UK, Fed, they've gone back to QE. So what this is gonna do is create even more inflation later on against this sort of fuzzy central bank policy where they kind of are committed to what they're doing, but at the same time, you know, they've got one foot out the door, one foot still in the door. They're not convinced themselves. And that's why physical, tangible assets is always a good, is always a good play. Now, First Republic Bank is getting worse and worse by the day, but we've also got Los Angeles-based PacWest Bank Corp. Shares declined by nearly 13%. They're based out of LA. In Ohio, Key Corp and Fifth Third Bank Corp both fell nearly 4% and Huntington Bank shares was down just under 2%. So this is on top of a lot of the cash outflows. We've just had the ECB as well. That's a really weird image that they've used of Lagarde there, but I guess it sort of sums up what people are thinking about the decision today to raise the base rate by 50 basis points, or in layman's term, half a percent. So that's gonna go on to mortgages, it's gonna go on to loans and everything else. It's gonna be an even tighter cycle for the EU and the ECB. So we're in this sort of, we, we sort of had a little bit of a storm, and now we've had this calm before the storm, before an even bigger storm is about to launch. And we've now got a lot of very, very angry and upset people or taxpayers because of this bailout as well. So this is adding to the issue with a lot of social uh, tension, I guess we can say, that, well, putting it bluntly, uh, very wealthy people were, were bailed out by this move, but yet 
if you look at all the people that are suffering right now because of inflation, which is as a result of government and Federal Reserve and other central bank policy, that is where the inflation has come from. And then you see all of this new currency going for bailouts. So that is being funded by taxpayers, even though they say it isn't, of course it is. Who else is going to be paying for it? On top of this, you have huge amounts of money being spent on weapons for uh, the Ukraine-Russia crisis. And then you look at what's actually going on in society where people actually are most focused, where they, where they really care. And that is, can I feed my kids? Can I heat my home? Can I afford my rent or my mortgage this month? These are the key issues. Can I buy clothing? Can I clothe my kids and stuff? These are the key issues right now. And even when all of these campaign groups have been saying, as well as, by the way, small increases for wages, not even meeting inflation, a lot of groups have been asking for increases. And what's the government response been to this in almost every country? No, 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 we haven't got any money for that but yet they've got all of this money for these other things that we're talking about. It's just crazy, this world that we are now living in. But just to finish on that point then about these bailouts, it is a very difficult situation because if they didn't bail out all of the, the banks, you would have seen a massive contagion. This week again, you would have seen another you know, five or six banks collapse. Next week, you probably would have seen 20 banks collapse. That is how it would have got. And then it would have spread all over the place because all the banks are so interlinked. So actually, even though a lot of people are upset that they did the bailouts, and I completely get it, if they didn't do the bailouts, then everybody who has savings accounts and money at the bank would have probably been affected a little later on, everyone above the insurance threshold. But again, remember, they have, what, 1.3% in the US and around the same figure. That's their coverage of all of the money. You see, people keep leaving comments saying, oh, no, Neil, they've got 100% coverage. Why are you saying they've got 1.3%? Honestly, where are these tens of trillions of dollars? Someone please tell me, because it's not showing anywhere uh, account, accountancy wise. So where are these tens of trillions of, of dollars that the FDIC and all these other plans have got? Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. People leave these comments without really understanding that the money has to be accounted for somewhere. So if you don't see that sort of amount in, in coverage, then it doesn't exist. What is the obvious solution here then? Well, it is you do the bailouts or you simply let those banks fail and then risk contagion. But the main point here that I want to make is that what they should do is if you're going to bail out banks and send hundreds of billions to, you know, weapons and things like that, I'm sure the government can afford 10 million or, you know, 20 million for heating and food for the most vulnerable people in society. Just look in the UK how much these hotels are costing at the moment. They, it's into the billions now, and yet they can't, the tab that they wanted was requested was seven million pounds for the food program, declined. So the priorities are completely out of line is what I'm saying. Now, the other thing that I wanna mention is that when they actually did those bailouts in 2008, they said that it would never happen again and that they were gonna put in reforms. 
But actually, that isn't exactly what happened. Biden at the moment is blaming Trump. And again, I, I don't care about politics. So I don't want to get into that. But he's basically saying that Trump rolled back all the reforms and that's why we're in this situation. Well, actually, that's not exactly correct. The reforms were never put into place in the first place. And what they actually should have done is sent a lot of those bankers to jail. Those bankers should have had massive prison sentences, not massive bonuses. So if you did that back then and you kept the reforms in place, it would have set a precedent of, okay, I'm not gonna commit a crime here or I could end up in prison. But because that precedent wasn't really set, it's allowed the banking industry to continue on with these policies that they are doing, which is um, getting us back into this massive situation again. Now, we've also had some other events this week. In Japan, their banking index was down as much as 6.4%. We had losses in some other index, 3.7%, 8%. In Hong Kong, SCBFF went down 4%. And we had the stock 600 down 2.9%. And in the European market, the banking stocks went down by 7%. BNP Paribas, we mentioned yesterday, that went down 10.11%. Society Generali dropped 12.18%. Deutsche Bank went down 5%. So this doesn't say to me that this contagion has been contained. But we also had Australian bank shares fall 2%. Now, I wouldn't exactly call this a major crisis at 2%, but it's definitely something to keep your eye on. And now we've had a lot of news come out on when Biden talked about how no one was above the law and that people would be held accountable. He didn't actually say what that was all about. So we've now found out that some of these banks were under investigation and that some of the leadership of the banks were actually selling their stock two weeks before it actually collapsed. So overall, what I'm saying here is don't believe the media and this big campaign they've got going at the moment. This contagion has not been contained. It still exists. And in fact, it's even worse now because they've done a massive bailout. They've set a precedent that Credit Suisse was too big to fail. And the Federal Reserve has set a precedent as well, saying that we are gonna bail people out. So even though they've said there'll be no more bailouts in future, that is exactly what we're seeing right now. We're seeing bailouts. These bailouts will add to inflation yet again. So we are gonna see inflation as a result of this, which means for you, higher prices later on. I'm definitely not trusting all of my you know, assets, all of my money to the bank. There's absolutely no way I would do that. And I would say the same to you. Make sure you have some hard assets. Make sure you have food. Uh, make sure you've bought everything that you need to actually have and own. Make sure that you've got a little bit of cash and that you haven't just got you know, $50 or something in your wallet or purse. And, and that's pretty much it, especially when they keep talking about this cyber attack, this cyber pandemic that's going to hit at some point. You know, all of these things are leading us towards a, a very narrow channel. There's a lot of alarm bells going off here. So, all right, I'll leave it there for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being a subscriber. And I'll see you tomorrow for the best video of the week, the walk and talk. See you then.